Hello and welcome to the 1 106 of a second photography podcast. In this episode today I'm going to be talking about Filmulator and Filmulator is a free raw developer for Windows, Mac and I think Linux. And this is the second time I've talked about this because I've already recorded this episode but it didn't record so I've witted on about this and another episode as well and it hasn't recorded so I'm doing it again. It's always good getting new equipment and new equipment that it's not obvious where things are recording or not, but you live and learn. So when we think of raw developers, there's Adobe's raw developer. There is, of course, Lightroom, the standard really. There's Capture One, there's DxO's version or DxO's raw developer. There's Luminar AI. There's probably some others, I think, Companies like Fuji and Sony have their own raw developers, but they're completely rubbish. So this one, Filmulator, is free. And the idea of it is it has a film slant to it. Now, yes and no. I think one of the first things I did was I downloaded it. I downloaded it from Filmulator.org. I'm not going to knock it because it's free. And I'm immensely grateful that people are innovating in this area. But... I didn't really think it was filmic. So I, the, I, I'd already developed this photo in Lightroom. So when I viewed it in Filmulator, it looked pretty much how it did in Lightroom. Now each RAW developer is going to have different opinions on your RAW file. There's loads of information within a RAW file and each RAW developer is gonna in, interpret that information ever so slightly differently, whether it be color, white balance, light and dark etc and it looked pretty much very similar to what I would have seen in Lightroom so you'll you'll open your file it'll pop up on your screen and what you see is what you see and if you just went and developed it and saved it as a JPEG you'd get and you use different raw developers you get different outputs because like I say raw developers see things slightly differently one is going to see a red as a slight saturation, as a certain saturation, another might have a bit more orange in it, etc., etc. But it looked fairly consistent with Lightroom. So I didn't check out the organizational features. In Lightroom, you can import things, you can do tether shooting, you can rate, you can do loads and loads of things. This one, I, ju I just opened a file that I would be happy developing and I developed it. I didn't really look at the organizational features. And when I did developing, two things struck me. First thing was cropping. I normally crop my images and I adjust things. In Lightroom, you get grids and you can do some quite advanced cropping. This, this formulator, you could level it, although I didn't try that feature, it didn't need leveling. And maybe I used the wrong image because the image was well exposed. It was a studio shoot, it was level. I didn't need to do too much correcting. So, maybe that wasn't the best image to try it out with. I just needed to do a, a few little tweaks and I changed the exposure ever so slightly and I changed the color balance and I did a bit of cropping. But when I did cropping, you can only crop left or right. You can't crop up and down. So it was a portrait image, so I could only crop in left or right. There weren't rule of thirds lines, which I find helpful when cropping to get the composition I want. But again, it's not the end of the world, it's a free developer. 
I couldn't do any local adjustments. So in Lightroom, you can adjust everything or you can paint using a paintbrush or you can use gradients or you can use radiuses and you can change things locally, which you can't do in this. It's a global only. Again, it, that's not the end of the world, but I did want to make the hair stand out of the model I had shot and I couldn't do that because I would have ended up adjusting everything and blowing certain other areas out. So the hair is always dark, so I like to lighten the hair, but I couldn't do that. So it was a fine raw developer, and if I was recommending a raw developer to someone who was starting out and they said, I don't want to spend, what what's the minimum I need? Right, get a camera where you can set your things manually and you don't have to use auto and get this raw developer it's free and then progress from there if you want so it was fine and it fine is the word I would use to describe it because it did develop raw stuff you could output as JPEG one of the things I, I found really annoying with it was if you saved as JPEG it saved in the same directory as your where your raw file was and that's fine that's probably quite a sensible idea but if you then changed it and saved it again it just overwrote your old file which was really annoying because that's exactly what happened to me I went and I did because I've done a YouTube video on this I put it in the raw developer I saved the JPEG to say this is what it looks like then I developed it and saved it again and lo and behold I've lost my original thing with no edits made but you live and learn so again, I'd reiterate, it's great for someone who doesn't want to spend any money. It's great for someone who's just starting out. It's great as an introduction to a raw editor. Is it a replacement for Lightroom? No, it's not. I don't think anything will ever re fully replace Lightroom. And certainly the only one that probably comes close is probably Capture One. And I think Capture One is more expensive than Lightroom. Luminar AI is probably somewhere in the middle. I am working on Luminar AI, but because I've not really been out shooting, I've not had a need to do much raw developing, so I've not really used Luminar AI at all. So I can't really comment on that, but at some point I'll be out shooting, I'll be doing fashion shoots, and I'll be able to do my editing in Luminar AI and Lightroom and see where Luminar AI stands against Lightroom. So it's by no means a Lightroom replacement, but it never was. No one ever thought it was a Lightroom replacement. It's free. There's no subscription, but if you want the best and Lightroom is the best, then you've got to pay for it. So those are my thoughts on Filmulator. Do let me know what you think. Do get in contact. Do leave comments. Do reach out on Instagram. And please follow me on Instagram at, well, don't follow me. Please follow the show. I'd like to be able to build up a community where people can get involved. People can respond. People can know when my new shows are out. And I'm trying, begrudgingly, Instagram for that because I've been slow in the Instagram game. So the podcast now has an Instagram account and that's at 160SPP. So do get in contact and do interact there. Stay safe. Keep photographing. Enjoy it. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.